Alrighty, what is up everyone? Welcome back to a brand new episode of I read it so you don't have to. So in today's episode we're going to go through chapter 10 which is called Victoria's Secret of the book When the Earth Was Flat. So let's get started. Um, so before drugs, um, before the drugs, cocaine and heroin were considered dangerous, the medical field believed that it was in fact good for you and that it could treat many Ill- Ill- illnesses that people got. And people could buy it over the counter and it was pretty easy to access. Um, so Pope Leo VIII, um, he always drank a cocaine-laced wine that was called Vin Mariani. And he would go everywhere with this kind of wine. He would drink it all the time. And the mac- manufacturers of the wine um, were praised by the Pope. And the Pope even allowed the manufacturers to use this image as a label on, on the bottles. And it was said that this wine could cure illnesses in children and people that fell under the weather. During that time, mothers were also encouraged to use drugs to treat babies that were growing teeth. Um, because growing teeth is painful and using drugs can numb the pain. So, in the old days, doctors would slice open the gums and they believed that that allowed the teeth to come out more easily. But obviously that was very painful um, and then they that that process stopped but since cocaine came out that process re-emerged and then doctors started to slice the gums more but this time giving the babies cocaine so they would just sit there and there would be no pain felt and many products were beginning to be laced with cocaine or opium or things of that nature and they all had really enticing names so people wouldn't think twice about buying it um, so, for example, Mrs. Winslow's smoothing syrup is one of the names, and that's for growing teeth and illnesses, but that's cocaine-based, but you would never know that just by looking at the name. Um, a fun fact here, Sigmund Freud actually believed that cocaine was a good cure for alcohol addiction. How ironic that is. And he didn't believe that cocaine had an addictive effect to it. So Queen Victoria was also an avid drug user. She took cocaine and marijuana, and that's why the British were the biggest import for opium in the 1830s. They had around 100,000 pounds of opiums for the year, and that increased to 30,000, no, sorry, 300,000 in 1860 pounds of opium. Um, And they always wanted to expand more so they went to India and Afghanistan to expand the poppy fields to create more opium. But that wasn't enough, so they turned to China. And at first the Chinese didn't agree to any opium trade, so the British attacked, and that was the first opium war. Um, obviously, as we know, the British won, and the Chinese were forced to sign the Treaty of Nanking, which basically gave Hong Kong to the UK. And obviously the other treaties were like, the other rules that like you have to agree to opiums and stuff but the Chinese didn't want to adhere to any other rules other than giving UK so the British attacked again which is the second opium war and this time China was forced to legalize opium trade and the British at this time basically used them as a big market to sell opium and also to use Chinese people as slaves to build railroads in, in in America Alright guys, sorry to interrupt uh, this episode, but I just wanted to have a quick 
little intermission here, and I just wanted to let you know that I actually have made a audiobook, and it's out on 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 Audible right now. It's called Cupid's Resonation. It's about finding love and relationships. So if you guys want to check it out, I'll leave the link in the description, and then you guys can go check it out. All right, that's it. Continue with the episode. So after the Civil War in in America, the medical community and the government finally discovered that opium was was a bad drug and cocaine was a bad drug.、Um, the only reason they were able to find this was because after the Civil War, a lot of people were addicted, but the people that had financial、um, that had finances that were able to pay for their needs were fine. It was the people that didn't have the money to buy drugs for themselves. They started to show symptoms of withdrawal, obviously, and many other adverse effects. And that was only only when that happened. Medical doctors were like, "Oh, maybe this is a bad thing to do."、Um, so that's when the Society for the Suppression of Opium Trade was formed, and they started to tackle the opium issue in in America. But in UK, people were starting to question opium and cocaine as well. So researchers, researchers from the Royal Commission, did experiments on opiums and cocaine and found that they were healthy. Well, it was because they were Royal Commissions, therefore they were for the Queen, and the Queen was herself an avid user, so they obviously couldn't go against the Queen. And then they said that cocaine and opium are are fine for you. And this was published in a British journal, British Medical Journal. So people obviously didn't listen to the bad side of cocaine and opium, and it still continued on.、And、then in America in 1885,、um, the company called Park Davis they made the first injectable cocaine, and cocaine now became ingested into the veins.、And、then in 1898,、um, a German company called Bayer they made a new synthesized opioid, and they, this was heroin. So they made heroin. And once again, the medical field was like, "Yeah, heroin is good for you." So that's how heroin came to place, and people got addicted to that now.、Um, so an American doctor, or medical doc, doc、uh, like an army doctor,、um, called John Sif、uh, Penderton, he made a new form of cocaine-laced drink, and it was called Pemberton's Brain Tonic. So it's been really popular during the Civil War, and then even after the war as well. Um, but after a while, people started to not like the alcohol aspect of it. So Pemberton made a drink without alcohol, and that led to the creation of Coca-Cola. And then in 1903, cocaine was straight up banned from all of, all of、uh, Pemberton's tonic, and then it disappeared from the drink. And it was not only not until only until 1920 when the UK finally banned the possession of opium. And in America, cocaine was banned in 1970. And even though, like in America, cocaine and opium was, were banned, a new drug came, and it was amphetamines. And then even the Pan Am's airlines, like when they welcome people onto the airlines, they have benzene dried inhalers in their welcome bags to to give them, and that became their new drug. All right, so that's it for this episode. It was a rather quick one,、um, pretty interesting about how heroin and cocaine came to place, 
So if you guys enjoyed, make sure to follow the podcast for more interesting episodes such as this one. And I'll see you guys tomorrow.